The power of making a choice that is obvious but painful will always hurt, but you will never regret it. The ability to face discomfort, the ability to take it head on and just allow yourself to feel everything you're already feeling, but you're just not admitting that you're feeling. It is the most empowering thing. Igniting change through facing discomfort, it is having some curiosity, some sincere curiosity that doesn't beg the question of why are you this way in a shameful way, but invites in a love for learning about how you became who you are, meeting yourself where you're at, and lovingly, lovingly shedding the skin that you no longer want to carry. But you're awakening already, right? It's already happening. That's why you're here and why you're listening. Nothing is broken in your world. Nothing needs to be changed. Nothing needs to be different. And yet everything is constantly changing because it is the inevitable nature of that which is eternal. What I've come to realize in this endless searching for answers is that there really are not. If you spend your whole life trying to get your act together, then, then what do you have? You have an act, right? Instead of a life. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Figuring Shit Out. I am Vanessa Fontana, and this is episode one of season two, or episode 36. I'm not going to start all of the episodes from scratch with this new season, but it felt really resonant to start there and say that it is a new year. It is a new season. There is a new cover photo for this podcast, and there's a lot of newness. If you are new here, figuring shit out is a collective undertaking of self-help, coming of age, finding and healing yourself in a world of flux, and its purpose is to help you deepen and expand the most important relationship you'll ever have, that with yourself. If you are not new here, welcome back. I'm so excited to be back on this microphone, and I think I might just fall over and cry right now because I've missed it so much. I cannot even believe how beautiful this feels coming back for the very first time since the year has started. In full transparency, it is Saturday, January 27th, and this episode is live tomorrow, Sunday, January 28th. And this new season, this new era of figuring shit out has been in the creation for the last month and a half. I wanted to record the very first episode of this podcast season coming back really closely to the launch of it. I have some things that I've been working on that are ready for sharing with you, but I wanted this episode to cover where I've been, what has happened, and also welcome anyone new who may be listening in this episode all around igniting discomfort in the face of change. So let me fill you in on what has changed. Figuring shit out is more than a podcast that is now a brand. For me, what that means is that there is a collection around figuring shit out that inspires change, not just from the podcast, but in being able to go and explore and integrate more deeply and more fully into your life by having options, options to explore a website, options to explore a mailing list, options to explore a community that I've created called Figuring Shit Out Together and Figuring Shit Out Together and Align. They're two different communities, but really the purpose of it is to help to deepen the experience, to help to connect 
people who are on their journey of figuring shit out together and to allow the concepts in this podcast to really take full effect in your life in a way that is more connected to who you are. I can get on this microphone every week and talk about these concepts and really you know, give you something actionable to take away from it, but sometimes you still don't know where to continue on. Sometimes you're still looking for community. Sometimes you're still looking for communion with yourself and with other people who can show you more about yourself than you didn't know before, and that is really where I took figuring shit out in the last month and a half. I took time away from recording. I took time away from the podcast in order to focus on what the purpose of not only the podcast was, but what figuring shit out was. And so the last month and a half has been a collection of collating, figuring shit out across a various mediums. So I'm going to give a really quick rundown of what has been created in the last month and a half before getting into the episode. There's a website. It's linked down below. There is a mailing list that you can join. This is free and this is where you will get new updates around figuring shit out the brand and the podcast. So any special podcast episodes, you will get an email. Any product launches, you will get an email. Any brand launches, merch launches, you will get an email. Anything that is new to figuring shit out, you will get an email. And this is... On my website, you can find the mailing list there, but I will not be emailing you very much. It'll just be a hi, welcome to the mailing list. And then from there on out, you'll get an email every now and then when something launches, you'll get a discount code if that is applicable. This is for farther down the road, but this is really a way to stay connected to figuring shit out. The podcast, the brand, anything that may be new without joining the community. So I have also created a community, figuring shit out together and figuring shit out together and aligned. And these are monthly subscriptions on Patreon that include access to every guidebook that is now created from here on out. So guidebooks are tools to take with you after the episode has ended to fully integrate concepts into your life. I have a free downloadable version of guidebooks on my website under guidebooks, under the guidebooks tab. And this was the guidebook for episode 26, which was intuition versus anxiety. It was the first guidebook that I created in order to test the waters and see what you guys thought of them and if you would want more of them. It turned out to be a lot more work than I thought it was going to be when I originally proposed the idea and I curated this particular guidebook in a way that made it really aesthetically pleasing. I redid it, I revamped it, and if you want an idea of what the guidebooks are, that is the best way to go about kind of exploring them. But there is also a self-love series that I have available on my Patreon. If you don't want to join the community, then you can purchase that. And it is essentially every single episode from 
season one that has to do with self-love, self-trust, and self-compassion. And it is collated together in a journey to help you really integrate those concepts into your life. It can be used as a course that you take over six or seven weeks where you listen to those episodes and then you do the journal prompts and the exercises associated with them. But really more than anything, it has recaps of the episodes. It has a breakdown of step-by-step where I think, you know, if someone didn't know how to approach a concept like building self-love, self-trust, self-compassion, where they should start and whether you listen to the podcast episodes again or for the first time or not, the exercises in there are a lot of collected pieces of shadow work that I've put together and have modeled for you. And so that is available for free when you join the community. And when you join the community, either of them, you will get every guidebook that I create from here on out. There's a lot that I have wanted to create outside of just sitting on the microphone and a lot that I've got some feedback on if it would be helpful or not to create. And with that being said, because there is this community of people who listen to the show, I wanted to create a connected experience for those people. If they wanted more, they could find it. In that community as well. There is also monthly meditations that will connect to all of the episodes of that month. So usually figuring shit out episodes will center around a particular theme. And looking back at my episodes from season one, I noticed that they usually happen in groups of four. They usually happen every month. It's like the cycle of what I'm going through and how I am navigating my own journey and then coming on to the podcast and helping to navigate this journey alongside you. And so I figured every month it may be good to kind of curate a meditation around that. And this will be similar to my last episode, that meditation, sort of tying all of those things together. But it won't just be for the episodes. It'll just kind of center around a theme like maybe it's inner child healing or maybe it's self-love, self-trust. Maybe it's, you know, manifestation, abundance and, you know, connecting to the most aligned part of you. There's also quite a bit of bonus content that comes along during these episodes, whether it be just snippets of things that I didn't include in the full episode or video versions of the episodes that I never end up posting or little things here and there. And that will also be available on the Patreon in the community, as well as monthly live Q&As. That's for the Figuring Shit Out Together and Aligned community, which offers a little bit more. Those are, you know, monthly live versions where you can just hop on, ask me anything, and it'll be 30 to 45 minutes every month. And then that will also include first access to future product launches and discounts. I wanted to make what could be available to everyone, available to everyone. And then I also wanted to make more of a connected community of people who really love the podcast to be able to come together and have their own experience with it. There will be a lot more coming, but this is really what I've been working on in the last month and a half, you know, writing this ebook that I've published on my Patreon, writing the content for the community, building the website, which is really beautiful and I'm so proud of it. And I really, really urge you to just go check it out. And then as well, I filmed a trailer for figuring shit out which is 
on the website, on my Instagram, and on YouTube. I kind of just put it everywhere, but it was for a piece that I wrote called Always Almost Done, Never Complete. And that leads us into the actual episode because that is the theme of this season. Always Almost Done, Never Complete. Always almost done because we never will be, never complete because our wholeness isn't found outside of us. I filmed this trailer in New York City and I storyboarded it and I had this vision that was executed so beautifully with the help of someone who, you know, really helped to pull it together in a way that felt really authentic to what I had envisioned. That trailer is really centered around New York and there's a really big reason why I wanted to leave and come back and the first reason is that I needed space I needed time I needed to take it and it's something that has been traditionally hard for me to do once I start something to stop it and to come back to let it breathe but also because figuring shit out was born in New York and it is so connected to the experience that I have of living in New York City. I am not from New York City. I moved here. It was my dream to come here. There's a lot of confusion around why I wanted to be here now that I am here, but it's starting to make sense the more that I go along this journey of figuring shit out literally and with the podcast. And I wanted the reflection of New York to really be part of this season, this series, this brand, this podcast, every part of it, because it's taught me so much about life, about healing, about all of the things that we've talked about. And so all of this to say the last month and a half has been about igniting change in the face of discomfort because it has been incredibly uncomfortable to take a step away from the one thing that I've learned how to do so smoothly, which is just get up on my soapbox and start talking and do something else. We're in a new year and a lot of times January can feel stagnant and stuck and really sticky it can feel like everything's supposed to be changing and it kind of is, but it's not at all because it's still the same season that it was, but it should be different. There is this idea of should. There is this idea of I'm trying to move, but I can't really find my footing to do so. That is what January tends to feel like. And I think that it is a really good time for reflection. I think it's a really good time to take with you whatever you ended the year with and really let it transition, let it change, allow it the space to do so. It is incredibly challenging. The power of making a choice that is obvious but painful will always hurt, but you will never regret it. There is a self-fulfilling prophecy at the end of every single action that you take. It says something about who you are. It says something about who you believe that you are. And the less and less conscious that you are of it, the more and more that you are fulfilling the self-fulfilling prophecy that you don't know is running your life. And the only way that you can tell what is running your life is truly by removing yourself from your life. And what I mean by that is really just taking a step back. It's really just 
creating the opportunity or finding the opportunity for a bird's eye view to see where in your life you are not aligned and where in your life you are avoiding things that you know you are avoiding. Because the thing with change, the thing with facing discomfort is that we know that at some point we always will have to, but we usually avoid it for as long as we can. And we don't actually avoid it. What we do is we run away from it. We allow it into our lives in ways that are silent and secret instead of just allowing it in with some love and curiosity. And so what I did was really completely remove myself. I recorded the last few episodes for Figuring Shit Out earlier in December. The last episode was in December of 2023, December 31st, but I recorded those episodes earlier in the year because I really wanted to create the space to finish up work. So I work in tech full-time. I have talked about this before. I do the podcast and I work in tech and I live in New York and I'm just always go, go, going. And it was really important that I separate those two things at the end of the year and really just allow the year to end in a way that felt culminated to me. So, you know, 2023 was this place of transformation for me and change and healing and evolving. I started this podcast. I fell in love. I lost family in my life. I, you know, went on so many interpersonal journeys of healing and so many things that were the same for so long suddenly weren't. You know, losing my childhood dog, losing my grandmother, this end of a true chapter. And I really, really felt all of that culminate at the end of the year. I felt 2023 in my bones. And it was that moment of realizing that I couldn't really run away from it anymore. I needed to feel it. And I knew that I needed a change in the way that I lived as well. Because while I had learned so much, I live in such a fast-paced world in New York. Go, go, going, recording this podcast, working and figuring shit out. Always almost done, never complete, right? And I hadn't integrated a lot of what I had learned truly into my life because I would learn something and then quickly I would just sort of allow it to be felt for a minute and move right on without having that integration because I never really had the time for it or that's what I told myself. My nervous system was really shot and I needed a break. I needed a true detox. I needed an evaluation of my habits and the way that I was treating myself that I knew were silently hurting me. But I couldn't really slow down long enough to see the impact of those things until the end of the year, until then. And I truly just needed to face myself, feel the grief, feel the love, feel the loss of the year and completely disconnect. So that's what I did. I finished up work and I headed way up north to New Hampshire where my dad just moved and I spent three days straight removing every single comfort I had used to avoid feeling what was right beneath the surface. And I will talk more about the details of what exactly I did to detox on my Patreon in the community if there is curiosity there. And the reason I don't want to fully go into detail is because it is so deeply personal to me and my life and my idiosyncrasies and the experience is still so fresh that I really don't feel completely comfortable giving advice on what I did when I still don't know the impacts of fully integrating it. And I want to be able to talk about it in detail when I feel ready to do that. So I may talk about it a little bit on Patreon, but I'm going to save that for another time as it relates to the podcast. But what I had set out to do during this time is really just grant myself the ability to have patience, 
to feel, to release, to integrate, and to not rush to the next thing, to not figure shit out. I was in the woods in the middle of nowhere, and my dad and I had a very small and very quiet Christmas. I didn't go on my phone for several days. I didn't really talk to anyone other than my boyfriend who was going through something really similar, and even him and I weren't really talking much. I just allowed myself to have the experience of feeling everything that was stored in my body right at the surface just come up. And it was about a week of very simple living. I had therapy sessions and I slept and I journaled and I cried and I read all of my journals from the year and I just truly felt the entire year in that week as I let myself detox and transition and think about where in my life I was not aligning to who I want to be and really feel the impact of those decisions and not in a punishing way but just in a way of facing myself. And that was hard, you know, to take a real hard look at who I was and how I was living, but I was in this pattern of cyclical rise and fall, of real highs and real lows because I was living a life of so much duality and I knew what I wanted, but I wasn't always living up to the version of myself that could be that. And that's, you know, something we're all trying to do all the time, we're all struggling with, but in the chaos of New York, it is really hard to slow down and I needed to really slow down and assess where in my life I could slow down permanently and not live with so much craziness. I was ignoring it and it was all part of this silent self-sabotage, you know, keeping me away from who I knew I wanted to be and I was really allowing myself to continue these cycles and perpetuate it. And again, I'll get a bit more into detail on my Patreon about the specificities of things, but again, I'm really still integrating this into my life. It hasn't been that much time, so I want to take the time and allow that to come into the podcast when it's ready. But overall, the rise and the fall was a result of just pushing myself beyond my means and not fully allowing myself the patience to go through experiences that needed more healing, like experiencing the grief that I felt this year with losing my family. I, you know, I felt these things in the time I had set aside to feel them, but I didn't allow myself the patience to go through it, to feel it fully, to release it, to allow those experiences to have space in my life because I didn't have space in my life. And that was what this time was about, was about finding the balance. And for me, finding the balance meant literally doing nothing, having nothing, being around no one, being in the middle of nowhere, because I was so overstimulated that I almost needed like a sensory detox. So, you know, this complete seclusion, it was my way of breaking the pattern and saying to myself, we can't do this anymore. Let's take some time to feel it all and let's not have a next step not have another plan for what happens afterwards, not have a what comes after this, just trust that it will unfold one step at a time. And so that's a little bit about what I did and the things that I learned from it were really, really transformative. I'm still learning from it. I'm still allowing the process of integration to fully happen as I you know, transition back into my life in New York City and come away with it with a deeper understanding of myself. There are always things that we know are not good for us. There are always things that we know that we're doing that we shouldn't be doing. What it taught me was really about pain and how crucial it is to change. 
If you've been wanting to learn a new language, connect with your family heritage, Rosetta Stone might be perfect for you. It is the most trusted language learning app available on desktop or as an app, and it is truly immersive in the language you want to learn. It's been a trusted expert for 30 years with millions of users and 25 languages offered from Spanish, French, Italian, German, Korean, Chinese, Japanese, Dutch, Arabic, Polish, with fast language acquisition and speech recognition as a built-in feature to give you feedback on your pronunciation like having a personal trainer for your accent. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. And for a limited time, Figuring Shit Out listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com today today. how crucial it is to allow yourself to feel all that is underneath the surface, all that is already there in order to move into the next version of yourself. You don't know when you're ready. A lot of times we're not actually scared of what we are going to fail at. More so, we are scared of what we're going to succeed at. More so, we're scared of what happens when we get to the place that we've wanted for so long that actually isn't a dream. What are you going to do when you're given the opportunity to do what you've always wanted? Are you going to be able to take it? And I know it sounds really obvious that, of course, you're going to be able to take it. But the ability that we have to believe ourselves worthy of what we want It is the thing that allows us to receive it. And if we believed that we were worthy of receiving what we want, then truthfully, we would have it. If we don't have it, it's because there's somewhere within us that doesn't believe we're worthy, that isn't aligned to it. And we're all here working on trying to figure out the the course of action towards where we want to go and how we're going to get there. And what I've found, what I've realized is that it's actually not how, it's never how, it's always what, it's always your ability to define it, and it's always your ability to align with your ability to define it. In essence, before you get lost, before you get on a path that feels completely unaligned to you because you're just trying to pretend you know what you're doing, just admit Admit to yourself that you don't know where you're going. Admit to yourself that you are confused. Admit to yourself that you are not aligned with what you want. Admit to yourself that you're doing things that take you away from who you want to be. And invite all of that in. Invite all of the confusion in. Invite all of the fear in. Invite all of the discomfort in and let it sit. Because the worst that's going to happen is it's just going to sit there. That's it. That's all that happens is it's just inside of you and you feel it and you feel it in the most profound way instead of ignoring that it's there because it's always there. That discomfort is always there. That fear is always there. When I got on this microphone 25 minutes ago, my heart was pounding and I was so excited to be back, but I was scared that I forgot how to do this and I'm still scared that I forgot how to do it. And that's okay. It's never about the circumstances in your life and what they are giving you or not giving you. It is about you being able to see your circumstances as opportunities or as losses. 
That's always what it's about. It becomes less scary when you allow yourself to feel it, when you invite it in, when you actively say, this is inside of me and I'm going to let it come all the way up, all the way out and be fully expressed. It all fades because then you take responsibility. That is you taking full responsibility. When you enact the change, when you ignite the change, when you say, I am going to stop doing this thing that I know is hurting me, I am going to stop interacting with these people who I know aren't good for me, I am going to stop being in places that don't feel aligned to who I want to be, when you actively make that decision, you're not worried if you're going to get lost anymore because you know that there's always a way out. And when you make a decision that you know is aligned to who you are becoming, who you want to be, you cannot go backwards. Going backwards is only seeping into this past version of yourself that you've lived in for so long. And when you've decided to take full accountability, full responsibility, you can't lie to yourself anymore. So you start telling yourself the truth It is far too raw to be able to go backwards. It's almost impossible when you decide to tell yourself the truth about what is going on in your life that is hurting you, about who you are letting into your inner space, your inner circle that you know shouldn't be there, about what you are doing that you know isn't aligned to who you are. And it doesn't mean that you have to change any of that. That is also a really big focal point. To admit that you want to change doesn't mean you have to do all of the things necessary in order to change. To admit that you are not aligned with your life is the first step to becoming aligned with your life. And I think that sometimes we fear this because when we say the truth, when we admit the truth, then we have to face it. Then we have to sit there and deal with it. Once you admit it, once you fully are able to feel the honesty with yourself about what you haven't been honest with, the next step becomes really obvious. And it is impossible for you to not take it. And that is the journey that I've been on. I've been on a serious reflection of self-responsibility staring at myself, facing myself, making sure that, you know, there is a vision in my head of what I am doing this for when it comes to not taking action and things that no longer align. And there comes to be a lot of grace that you develop with yourself, a lot of patience that you develop with yourself, a lot of love along the way. And the way that I've really gotten through it, and I've talked about this before, but is imagining this future version of me, this older, wiser version of me, whether it's five years down the road, 10 years down the road, or even 30 or 40 years down the road, I imagine me in my form of wisdom, older, wiser, I see myself older, and I imagine that version of me holding my hand and walking alongside me as I take this road I imagine them giving me advice and I imagine them connected to my journey now because they know they have all of the answers and I consult with them and I ask them what they did and sometimes I get real clarity and other times I just get a sense of, 
you don't need to worry about this right now. It's going to be all right. I have learned how to consult with that wisdom that doesn't always feel present. And that is a really big focal point as well of this discussion of igniting change and facing discomfort in order to do so. It's not always present. The wisdom is not always present. The reason why is not always present. The purpose is not always present. But it's somewhere. And if you ask for it, it usually will show itself to you. The trust that you have to have in yourself in order to allow yourself to sit in, face discomfort, to change, it grows and it grows and it grows the more that you decide to do it. The more that you take the responsibility, the more that you cultivate the self-awareness, the more that your consciousness raises and expands and allows for connected change. For me, it was really important that I shed this skin of this past version of me that I no longer wanted to be but didn't want to hate. It was out of a place of love for myself. It was out of a place of, in this version of me, I can only do so much. And so I know that I need to level up. I know that I need to start making decisions that align with more of who I want to be in order to become that version of me. And I know that in order to do that, I almost have to call upon this future version of me to come help me out. And that's really what I did. And in a lot of the strength that I didn't know that I had to get through that time period, I called upon that future version of me. And the reason that I keep bringing that up is because I believe I'm with every version of my past self and I'm walking alongside them. You know, it, it's why we're able to see a picture of our inner child and almost feel this sense of protection over them, almost feel this sense of true, deep connectedness to them because time and space aren't really real. They collapse because you remember what it was like to be that small or to be that unknowing. But now that you have more lived experiences in you, you are able to almost have a sense of wisdom on that past self. And so knowing that, I call upon the future versions of me that I don't know yet, but I know are with me, walking with me in the process of change, this change is a process. Igniting change and facing discomfort isn't something that you do just once and then you are done and you're moved on and you're in the next era, you're in the next version, you're in the next reality. Eventually that happens, but you have to allow the version of yourself that you want to shed to shed. You have to respect that version of yourself that has only known survival for so long, has only known defense mechanisms for so long, has only known emotional turmoil for so long to learn something else. Your body is just keeping you safe with what it knows how to do. And when you know that your reactions to things aren't healthy, but they are simply reactions and you want to change your natural reaction to something, you have to have patience with yourself. You have to have love and grace and kindness with yourself as you go forth in that process. So when you decide to face discomfort, you are not doing so out of an act of punishment for yourself. It is not because you've been so bad that you deserve to feel all of the bad and that is the only way you're going to change. You cannot hate yourself into loving yourself. You cannot shame yourself into changing. What I said at the beginning of this episode around the theme, always almost done, 
never complete, always almost done because we never will be never complete because our wholeness isn't found outside of us. What that means is that it's a process, that every step of the way is important and that the patience that we have with ourselves to change is the greatest impact to the way we change into what we change into into what we are able to transform into and to have the grace of patience to learn that is beautiful and that's really what I've learned time will always pass time will always pass and it's a really comforting thing when you're going through a lot of discomfort, when you're going through a lot of change. And even when you're not going through a lot of change or discomfort, time passes anyways. It can be a good thing or a scary thing or a wonderful thing and a terrible thing, but it is a thing that is always there. All of the time, it is always there. It's the only constant that we know is that time passes. But time is also not real. Time can collapse in an instant and it can feel like things move really quickly or it can feel like things move really slowly, but they always move. It will always transform you into the next version of yourself, whether you decide to be part of that transformation or not. Time is passing. Time is passing when you're going through the breakups and your heart is hurting. Your heart is healing even as it's hurting. Time is passing as you're going through the crises and your mind is rambling, but it's also finding the answers that you aren't even aware of yet. Time is always passing every moment, every day. It's always transforming you into the next version of who you are becoming. It is always igniting the change and it is always causing you to face the comfort and discomfort, the love and the hatred, all of the things all at once. It's always culminating. Whether you are a part of that process or not is your conscious and intentional choice. And the more that you become part of the process of time and allow it to take its course while also having the patience to take your own course alongside it, the more actionable change you see in your life. And it's been a really big realization of how much time we actually have in a full day, how much time we actually have with our lives and ourselves and how lost we get in all of the things that take us away from the time that we have here on this earth and here with ourselves and here with other people, all of these distractions and all of these mechanisms to cope with everything that is underneath the surface of all of us and how we can go our entire lives avoiding everything if we wanted to. But when you live that way, you live with yourself half in and half out, the ability to face discomfort, the ability to take it head on and just allow yourself to feel everything you're already feeling, but you're just not admitting that you're feeling. It is the most empowering thing and it changed me and it is changing me. So what it does is it increases your ability to handle, to become resilient, to get through things time and time again. And when you are out of it, you see yourself in that moment of weakness, in that moment of not knowing how you were going to get out of it, you build, 
you build step by step into the newer version of yourself that you are wanting to create into the newer version of your life that you know is more aligned to who you want to become and every time you do that you tell yourself time and time again that you're worthy of it and you are you always have been the question is when are you going to start believing it And when are you going to stop telling yourself the stories over and over again about your life and your pain and your situation? In what ways can you constantly be taking more self-responsibility in order to align yourself to who you want to be, to create the most impact on the world, to give back, to give to yourself? Because through giving to yourself, you just ultimately give back in the most beautiful and bountiful way. And so for me, that has been the mantra of how long do you want to keep telling these stories? And every single time you bring that up and you enact the change and you face the discomfort, there's always going to be a time where you slip back into the version of yourself that wants to keep telling you the stories. And that's okay. They've been telling you the stories your entire life. But when you decide to take the action, the responsibility to sit in it all and move forward you are telling that story now you are choosing now you are breaking a cycle and I think that that's what we all are honestly in this generation of conscious expansion and change it's amazing to be part of and to witness but I think that that is what we all are we are all meant to see the mistakes of our parents of the people in our lives and be wise enough to learn from them and that's why we're here that's why we're all here that's why you are listening to this now that's the whole point of it all is are you going to keep telling those same stories the stories that your parents told and that their parents told and that their parents told the stories that have kept you stuck your entire life are you going to keep telling those stories how long are you going to or what What story do you want to tell? That is the theme. That's the theme of this episode. That's the theme of the next season. New stories, new beginnings, new becomings, new newness that you get to define and create and ignite and allow to cultivate and to come together and to notice when you fall backwards and to give yourself the grace to pick yourself up. You must remember that your unconscious mind is invested in the survival of you and the survival of your body it doesn't want your happiness and it doesn't want you sad either it's literally just keeping you going because it thinks that whatever way you've learned how to survive is the safest way so everything that you are everything that you do everything that you have is determined by whatever your unconscious believes is safety And your safety is determined by what you are familiar with. And your unconscious is always asking you, how have we survived before? And doing that thing. And it thinks that whatever you're doing is safe, whether it optimizes for your happiness or not, whether it is keeping you stuck in a cycle of self-hatred or not, A lot of what you may perceive as safe unconsciously, you're not even aware of it, is just learned behavior, behavior that you've learned in order to survive. 
And so the patterns that you have in your life, the habits that you have in your life, the things in your life that you know aren't aligned to who you are, but you just can't seem to change, it is reflecting what you've learned is safe, what you've learned is familiar. And so that's really where the shadow work comes in, the piece of facing your pain, facing yourself comes in, is when you see the areas of your life that aren't aligned and you decide to admit to yourself that they aren't aligned, you have to decide to also admit to yourself that somewhere along the way you learned that this thing was safe. You have to tell yourself a new story about what is safe and you have to do that without shame. You have to do that without hatred. You have to do that with love because wherever you learned that, it was likely when you were very young and you didn't know any better. And so you got to go meet that version of yourself, give them love and vow to protect them in ways that they weren't protected. Creating change is about helping that part of you to learn and to invite it in with love and surrender and acceptance always almost done because we never will be never complete because our wholeness isn't found outside of us it's found inside of us it's found in bridging the gaps between who we are who we want to be who we learned how to be in order to survive uniting them with sincere love sincere love because what else is going to allow the unfolding of transformation of change Igniting change through facing discomfort, it is having some curiosity, some sincere curiosity that doesn't beg the question of why are you this way in a shameful way, but invites in a love for learning about how you became who you are, meeting yourself where you're at, and lovingly, lovingly shedding the skin that you no longer want to carry. This episode was hard to record because I haven't recorded in in quite a long time in this setting in my room. And I have quite a bit of unraveling to do with this season. There's so much to unpack and there's so much to share. And I can't wait for the following Sundays to do all of that. But in the meantime, if you are curious for more Figuring Shit Out, please go check out the website, go check out the community, join if you feel called to. I would love to have you. I'm so excited to be back. I'm so happy to be here. I'm so grateful. I've missed this space so much. It's going to be a beautiful season. It's going to be a beautiful year. Remember, if you spend your whole life trying to get your act together, you don't have a life. You have an act. So go and live your fucking life. I love you. I'll see you next Sunday. Stay in touch with the socials. Let me know what you thought about this episode, about last season, about anything new, anything old, and reach out across many of the new mediums that are available now um, if you feel called to. I love you. I'll see you next Sunday. And for now, you got to look for the redeeming feature. You got to look for things to appreciate. You got to find a reason to make it okay where you are. No, I've got to strive and struggle and try. That's what I've been taught. Growth and expansion is my quest. No, that's inevitable. Whether it comes easy or hard is the question.
the horrible truth is that it's an inside job that if you're going to get that love and that respect that you've just so lo- that connect that union starts inside to every experience of growth there is an equal and an opposite and that equal and an opposite is what drives you to that light so you have to start inwards you have to start first within yourself